Good morning, people of God, on this Epiphany Sunday. Arrived in the depths of the pandemic, but this season of darkness also offers ancient lessons of hope and renewal. So writes Elizabeth Dias from the New York Times, How We Survive Winter. A few excerpts. Winter is known as the hungry time, the dangerous time. And some people counted their age, not by years, but by how many winters they have survived. This man has 70 winters. This woman has 16. The great irony of winter is that the moment darkness is greatest is also the moment light is about to return because each year the winter solstice comes with the promise the next day will be longer and perhaps a bit brighter. So December 21st, the longest day of the year, the epitome of darkness and cold has long been a day marked by people creating light to resist the fear and dread of darkness, to give a sign of hope for the days, weeks, and months ahead. And one of the oldest such practices is the act of lighting fire to call back the sun. I'm not sure if Trace was doing that or not, but it fits. All over the world, celebrations of light dot the winter darkness like stars. Hindus, Jains, and Sikhs celebrate Diwali, a five-day festival of light's victory over darkness. Elizabeth also shares her own personal epiphany. And I quote again, the most important thing is to hold that tiny spark of life. If it is in a bud, in a seed, that is our work, my friends, to hold on to life. So when spring does come back, there can be growth. And if we fail at this, spring doesn't matter, she says. And that seems like a COVID teaching to me. End of quote. December in the Christian calendar is much more than a solstice event. It marks the season of Advent, waiting for salvation of the birth of Jesus. And today we join the Magi on their journey to radiance. For us, as people of God, Matthew declares in the quest of the Magi that Jesus is our source of light and hope in the middle of a dark, dark time. The Magi were fascinated by a new star in the heavens, but they were not satisfied with just seeing this light. They determined to follow it wherever it took them in hopes of seeing and honoring a newborn king. And when they found this new king, Jesus, their gifts offered in worship were like lights in darkness to these new parents and their toddler. Gold would finance their flight to Egypt. Frankincense and myrrh would heal their diseases and give them a healthy fragrance for their travels. Like the Magi, 
It's wonderful for us to see the recent lights of sunrises and sunsets and full moon. It's great when we can follow the emergence of an interesting light, as the Magi did, and some of us also with the convergence of Saturn and Jupiter. But friends, there is no substitute for being the light. Personal and congregational engagement has no substitute. And like the Magi, our work is to not only see the light, follow the light, but to be the light. The prophet Isaiah read this morning recognizes that the intimate experience of being overwhelmed with God's light compels a response to walk in this light. It's believed that in Isaiah 60, people have returned from exile in Jerusalem and Babylon to a, a Jerusalem in in utter ruins, hopes extinguished. And Isaiah's words to them and to us, arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The Lord will rise upon you. His glory will, will appear over you. People shall come to your light. And just as Jesus would grow up to be a light to a man born blind, to Mary, a Syrophoenician woman, and to Zacchaeus, this light of Christ needs our hearts, minds, arms, and legs to make hope real, to make Christ's light shine in the space in front of us. Several of you in Wednesday night community life shared this resolve to make a difference with the darkness of this cold winter. Resolve to use tangible acts of kindness and respect and compassion to give money to food banks. On a congregational note, Drew Hart writes in, who will be a witness, there is no better time than now for the church to find its way back to loving our neighbors centralizing the most vulnerable and participating in God's deliverance. But what is needed? What is needed? Perhaps just one thing. There is a bicyclist who rides to work and back home every day, regardless of the weather, heat, cold, rain, snow, and when asked how he can ride in the most extreme circumstances, he replied, you can when you're committed. You can when you're committed. May we all be committed to be the light of Christ in 2021. Let us pray. Jesus, light of the world, Come and shed light on our 2021 journey. Wake us up to the real reason for hope beyond the splendor of our Jerusalems as we see, follow, and be your light to any of your people in our path. Amen.